Well, good morning, friends. This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. Today would be, what would today be? Is it Tuesday? Oh my gosh, it is Tuesday, April. Let me check my calendar. It would be Tuesday, April 21st. Man, you guys, okay, so it looks like at 6 p.m. tonight, we will be doing a Q&A section, dethroning, dethroning fear and embracing purpose in your homeschool. So as I mentioned yesterday, if there is anyone out there in the world right now who's homeschooling your children and you need some encouragement and you're feeling the fear, we are doing a Q&A today. Um, I will be doing Peggy. What's your last name? I cannot remember, you guys. But if you go to Daily Encouragement with Ashley Campbell, my Facebook page, there will be a link on there. Um, it's going to be a one-hour session. And um, you guys you guys can do the replay if you want to. So um, I hope you guys are going to find some value in that. Um, dethroning fear. You know, that's, that's an amazing thing. So it'll be April 21st. Today we're going to be talking about roadblocks and healthy communication. Um... Honestly, you guys, this is the first time I've ever seen this list. Um, the life coaching course I went through, I finished it. And then um, he graciously added more content to it. Um, as he expounded upon it, he just added it to the course. That was super generous of him to do that. And so I went back through it and I was like, wow, I've never seen this. So this was the first time um, that I've actually heard this before. So I'm learning it with you guys. Um, as far as these things go, the roadblocks to communication. So I am excited to share with you guys. There's kind of 12 things we're going to be touching on, but we're only going to get through five of them today, kind of breaking them down a little bit. You guys, I'm going to share some of my experiences with you, of course, you know, just for the sake of you guys being able to relate to me a little bit. And then, um, yeah. So before we get into it though, you guys, I want to pray and I want to share a couple thoughts that I had this morning, just kind of like looking back at my life right now, where I'm at, you know, and, um, I just want to share with you guys some thoughts that had come and I hope it encourages you guys because um, I would hope that all of you are, you know, seeking to really let the root, the word of God take root. And so I was just kind of thinking about that this morning. And so anyway, you guys, let's go ahead and pray and let's jump into this podcast. Ah, Father, thank you so much, Lord, for being here with us, God. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to wake up today. Thank you, God, that you have plans to prosper us, God, God, not to harm us, but to give us hope in a future. And Lord, it's just an amazing thing to realize that in our hearts, God. Um, I pray you'll continue to grow our capacity to see you for who you really are um, within our hearts first, God, um, that we will just continue to know you um, from the inside out, God, to know your love, to know your character, to know your grace, God, to know your truth, to know what we need to know about you, Lord. We want to know you more. And so, Lord, I just thank you for this time that we can, uh, you know, just grow. And uh, I, I pray, God, that you bless my brothers and sisters, Lord, continue to give them the grace and the strength they need, continue to open up their eyes, God, and the, how you're working in their life, that they would continue to ask you questions and, you know, just kind of seek you and figure out, you know, Lord, what am I here for? What is my purpose? What are you teaching me in this season? What do you want me to do? Um, that all of those things, huh, excuse me, you guys, would be um, just discussed with you and they would just have a sense of purpose coming out of this thing, God. And sort of a greater sense of a greater vision for their life and what you would have them do backed and fueled by your grace and your provision, God, and in your spirit, Lord. So I just thank you, Lord, that, uh, you know, you've got, you've got things planned for your church, God. And I just look forward to it, Lord, and just pray you'd strengthen all my brothers and sisters as well on this journey. So I love you, God. I pray you please God enrich this conversation. And we just pray all these things in Jesus name. So this morning, you guys, I was just kind of reflecting on just different revelations I've had over the last few weeks. Um, you know, and I think I, th I think I shared this with you guys, but it I was kind of going through a time um, when all this started, where I was, you know, a lot of people were sending me some different articles and a lot of things, and I was, you know, looking at it, and then I was starting to feel 
just a little bit of the anxiety of it. Like, oh man, Lord, is this is this really what's going on in the world? Like, oh man, you know, when when you kind of see the depth of the wickedness and, and just different things, you're just like, this is not, no way, Lord, no way people are doing this. This is, you know, it's just one of those things, right? And so it really just got to me a little bit, you know, and I'm like, Lord, like, we can't, this can't continue, Jesus. Like, you got to come back and bring some justice to the situation. If, if it's really going on on this scale, Lord, this is so disturbing. And, you know, I think it's great to be aware, you guys. I think it's great to kind of know what's going on in the world. I think that's part of, you know, knowing this the strategy. But as I was feeling the just anxiety of it, you know, the Lord just kind of was like, Ashley, the only word that should be in you is mine. The only word that should be in you is me, right? So it was funny how you guys think of the images that we see on the news, right? The images that we see, the things that people send us, videos, articles, you know, there's a lot of things that are coming out right now, right? I mean, like I said, it's not a very positive experience right now. And, uh, you know, I, I realized that, you know, I was starting to let those words from those images seep into my own mind and heart. And it was starting to uh, kind of invade what God is revealing in me and what he's doing, right? God always gives peace. The joy of the Lord is our strength. God is going to give you hope in a future. He's going to give you revelation. He's going to give you peace and encouragement, all those things, right? But I noticed some of that started to kind of diminish. And I was like, whoa. And that's when it was like, you know what, Ashley, you got to empty yourself. You cannot entertain these things, right? It's like, I have a mission for you. God has a mission for you guys. And I think we just have to really be careful in this time of what we're allowing into our minds, right? And so it was kind of this whole idea of any words that cause you to doubt what God is wanting to reveal in you must be emptied, right? They are the tares. You know, the enemy has seed too, right? There's the wheat, which is God's, you know, God's fruit, so to speak. And then there's the tares. So, you know, the enemy is going to sow seeds and so is God. So we have to learn to recognize which, which seeds we're allowing to, to grow within us. And you'll know by the effects it produces, right? Anxiety is not uh, the fruit of the spirit, right? So you can, you can usually tell. So those are the tares. They, they look like wheat because they really, because the reality um, is that the world is passing away, right? So when the enemy sows, he uses the things that we can see because it's true, right? The world is passing away. There are things that are happening that are alarming. And, you know, that's the truth of the matter. And so a lot of times, because that is the truth, right? It's the reality in the sense of the world. We can sometimes, like, I can't, you know, I don't know if you guys are doing it, but I can sometimes take that into myself. And God was like, no, 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 Ashley, don't go with it. And don't let God's word pass in you and allow the seeds of the enemy to grow. Okay, because there's always two realities. There's the reality of God, who is unseen, right? And uh, his, but he says his words will never pass. His words will never die. Okay, there's the reality of him. All right. And then there's, of course, the reality of what we see that's going on in the world. Okay. So which reality are you going to sow in? Okay. We are already seeing the fruit of what most have, including, uh, I'm going to say there are some Christians out there, um, you know, people who are lukewarm that, you know, obviously whatever they believe is being exposed. Um, we don't, we don't, we want to be firm, secure, and steadfast. Okay. We don't want to be half-hearted, lukewarm Christians. Okay. So I'm just like, you know what, God, forgive us, forgive me for letting in 
you know, these other words and help me to be violent and take the kingdom of heaven by force with the weapons that you have given. It says we are so the weapons we have are able to cast down arguments and presumptions that go against the knowledge of God. And so you you got to start paying attention to the arguments and the presumptions that you're entertaining. Right. Those arguments. And if you know they're going against the knowledge of God, if they're stealing your peace, if they're stealing, killing and destroying you. Right. Then you already know that you've crossed the line and you've let you've given the enemy territory inside of your mind and your heart. Right. And so we got to push back and say, you know what? No, I'm not doing that. Right. I'm not. Go I'm going to have a barrier. Yes. Be aware. Don't be ignorant. But then also have a boundary that you're not letting things in that are not of God right that are don't validate the truth of god that don't validate the fruit of the spirit the access that you have the love joy peace patience goodness faith and self-control wisdom right you have all of those things in you because you have the holy spirit he's going to teach you and so anyway you guys just realizing if what whatever images you're entertaining right if it's images on the, the you know your phone and and the things that are going on in the world if you are entertaining that and then after you, you know, look at that and you're just feeling like, oh man, stressed or whatever, then you already know you're entertaining the wrong words. And, uh, you know, just ask God to help you to kind of like, okay, Lord, help me to figure out, you know, give me a revelation of who you are in, re in regards to this, because yes, this is happening, but this is not reality, right? This world is passing away. You will never pass away. So help me to be rooted in the truth of who you are. I, you're unseen, right? You're in me. You're doing a work right? Get back to that place, you guys. So I just wanted to share that with you guys, just in case there's anybody out there who's kind of like feeling themselves slipping in and out of that dynamic. You guys, I can admit I've definitely been there, but then it was like, you know what? I've got my own, I've got my own thing I'm doing. You know, the Lord's revealing things in me. I'm sure he's revealing things in you guys. So just keep your eyes on that. Okay. Keep your eyes on the revelation that God is birthing in you, the peace, you know, his provision, his goodness, his grace, whatever is praiseworthy. You know what I'm saying? On the good, focus on that. And, uh, you know, let God take care of everything else. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've handed that over to him, Lord. I'm like, you know what? I know what I know. I've done what I could. Everything else is in your hands, God. So you guys continue to pray, you know, continue to pray for your nation, continue to pray for your brothers and sisters, and, uh, just pray that God's glory would be revealed in this whole mess of a situation. So, all right, you guys, let's talk about the roadblocks to healthy communication. As I said, this was the first time I've ever heard this before. So, um, bear with me. But, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a good conversation. Just things to be aware of, right? Just kind of fr frameworks and principles. And I realized today after listening to this, he doesn't use the word process. And, you know, it's because he was like, look, not everyone's process is going to be the same. He's like, these are these are fr frameworks and principles. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I could see that. Um, I, I look at it as a process because there were certain things that I had to, you know, understand and grow in for me to get to where I'm at. So I, I see it as a process in that way. But then from his perspective too, you know, we're all in different places, right? So, you, you know, you might have to go through a different process, but you know, the truth is in order for us to get, you know, certain results in life, there are going to be certain principles we have to follow, certain foundations, certain truths that we have to integrate, you know, and depending on where you're at in your life will be dependent upon what, what truth or principle framework, whatever that you're going to be integrating at the time. But uh, anyway, you guys, so I just thought that was kind of interesting. Um, as I shared, I've never done this before, so um, I'm definitely doing my best. And um, the other thing he brought up was just to go back and, and, you know, look at your look at your life and the relational dynamics that you had when you were growing up. 
right? I mean, because all the communication blockers we have right now, or, you know, maybe you struggle in communication. You guys, I definitely have, as I've shared on the podcast before, I used to prioritize my connections over authenticity. And so I wasn't always honest in relationships because I would rather hold on to the relationship, even if it was an abusive one. And I told you guys before, I'm like, Lord, why did I do that? And it was because that's all I ever saw. That's all my mom did. You guys believe it or not, the you know, dynamics you have in your relationships with people right now, currently, they were all formed when you were growing up, you know, and a lot of us, if you don't want to go back and look at that place, well, that's an indicator too. You know, I remember going through this process when I was trying to understand basically the environment that shaped me, like, okay, how did I become this person? You know, not to blame or shame anybody, but just to understand. And I remember thinking about how, you know, I had the memories in my mind, like I could see them in my mind, but I didn't know what, I couldn't feel them. I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. And I was like, I had turned off at some point. I don't even remember, honestly. It must have been when I was really, really young. Um, sort of the emotional side of my of myself for a time to be able to survive living in such a abusive situation, right? And I've shared with you guys many, many times how chaotic it was for me as a kid, right? My mom and dad constantly fighting every single day. Drunk. I mean, they were both drunk all the time, screaming and yelling at each other beating the crap out of each other. I think my mom one time whacked my dad over the head with a frying pan, you know? And uh, so, you know, there was just a lot of violence, a lot of stress, a lot of chaos. And emotionally, no one can handle that. It doesn't matter if you're a child and an adult, nobody can live in that. And that's why people numb themselves, right? That's why people have addictions to alcohol and drugs and sex and whatever else they use, right? And so I can understand that. I understand the escaping thing. But at the same time, I never want my well-being to be dependent upon like a substance or something outside of myself that I don't have any control over, right? I'm like, Lord, there's got to be a better way to ground ourselves in this world, right? And so, you know, that's why I talk about all these things with you guys, you know, boundaries and God's grace and and these different principles and, the, and you know, all these things, you know, it's these are all a part of learning how to, to find, you know, live from within, okay? Live, let that living water flow from in you that, you know, like I said, you have peace regardless of the circumstances, you know, you, you're well rooted and grounded. And so anyway, um, just looking back on my life, realizing, wow, I, I blocked a lot of that stuff out. I didn't really feel it. And then I went through a process probably like two years ago, um, where I was actually feeling that stuff. And I was like, wow, I had, I, I actually had to go through like just a moment of just grieving and saying, okay, you know what, Lord, I, um, I can release all of that stuff, you guys. And so anyway, it's kind of an interesting pro it was kind of an interesting thing for me, an interesting process. I keep calling it process, but that's the only word I have for it right now, you guys. It was my process, okay? It may not be your process, but uh, that was my process. And uh, you know, just realizing how the relational dynamics affected you. So you guys, if you're having conflict right now in any of in your any of your relationships, I want you just to maybe think back on how was it when you were growing up? How did your parents behave? What was the environment like? You know, as I said, mine was pretty abusive. My parents were pretty disconnected, honestly. They really were. Um, the only time they ever really paid any attention to me is when I paid attention to them. Um, when I would set my dad down and try to talk to him or when I would talk to my mom about her important things. I, Lord have mercy. There was way too many things as a six-year-old child that my mom was talking to me about that I should have not been talking to my mom about. My mom would talk to me about way, 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 way personal things. Okay. And so I was very exposed to very adult things at a very young age, as far as, um, adult struggles and, you know, um, st stressors and relationship issues. I mean, all of that kind of stuff, you know? 
And, uh, you know, I did that because I want, I figured in my mind at the time, you know, if I listened to my mom, if I understood her, you know, then maybe there would be some peace. So I was really doing all of that for my own peace, listening to her and, and just sitting with her and she would talk to me about stuff and, you know, um, I would just doing it for her for, for my own sake. Maybe I'll, maybe, maybe this will help her in some type of way. Right. Um, maybe, you know, figuring I could help my mom at a young age. And so, you know, I took that into my adulthood and my adult relationships. Right. If I just do this, maybe I can fix the situation or maybe I can help this person or, you know, and I noticed that's when my parents would pay attention to me. So I learned that I got my value from, you know, um, sitting with them and listening to them and talking to them and then them responding back to me. Oh, now that's what makes me valuable. You know, this or that. It was always very one-sided when I was growing up, just investing in them, talking to them. My parents didn't really do too much of that for me as far as pouring into me and what I needed um, because they were just so distracted. And so, you know, um, but I, like I said, I took that into my relationships. And so then I would do for people, I would, uh, you know, listen to them and try to help them solve their problems and do all these things. And then I, you know, my needs weren't always getting met, getting met. I didn't even know how to communicate my needs. I shut that down when I was super young too. You know, when my mom uh, told me, Hey, if you keep talking about these problems, like you are, you know, they're going to take you away. So I learned me dealing with my problems in a way that was healthy for me at the time, you know, talking to counselors and stuff, um, that that's, um, upset my mom and I didn't want to upset my mom. I didn't want to cause any more stress for her. So I just completely shut down at that point. Gosh, I think I was like six or seven years old at that point. And so, you know, I, when you're so young and you learn how to not, or, you know, you've basically been put in this position where, okay, if you do try to solve your problems the way that actually is helping you, that it's going to jeopardize you. Well, I wasn't going to jeopardize myself anymore. And I didn't want to jeopardize my mom. So I just quit you know, trying to deal with it myself. And I said, well, fine, if I can't solve my problems my way, then I'll just help you solve your problems. And I took that into my adult life. Um, I didn't deal with my own needs and my own problems. I figured, well, if I help you solve your problems, that's gonna help me solve my problems. Because you know, sometimes other people's problems become your problem in a way, because you haven't set any limits on it, right? Maybe they're, you know, they're irresponsible, they're not paying their bills or whatever. And then they're calling you and asking you for money and to solve all their stuff. And if you were like I was growing up, you give way beyond and above what you're responsible for. You're doing everything for them. You're, you know, but you're not communicating what you need or you're not communicating any limits. You're not doing any of that. And so you're just, you know, I did that for years, you guys. I was feeling super burned out up until about six years ago when I said, you know what, Lord, I got to set some limits on this chaos. So anyway, pay attention, you guys, to basically your dynamics. And so let's just jump into this really quick. If you, if you struggle with any of these roadblocks, I feel you, I have been there. And um, you can just go back and ask God, you know, where were these formed, Lord? What were the dynamics? What? Because there's always going to be relational dynamics that sort of fuel your current struggles, okay? So you, and you got to be able to kind of pinpoint, you know, how were people talking to each other? How were people being? What was their response if I did this, right? If I was trying to live from my heart and be authentic and communicate, how did they respond to that? You know, ask yourself these questions. So number one, you guys, I got to hurry up and get into this. I've only got a couple minutes left. So roadblocks, number one ordering, directing, or commanding, okay? So it's sort of that real authoritative sort of mentality. Um, one, you know, basically it's better to be feared than loved kind of leadership mentality. Um, I guess when he was talking about this, he was saying it was all based off of that book, Prince from Machiavelli. I have that book. I, I read it in high school, you guys, but it was a long time ago. 
Um, <laughs> I was pretty distracted in high school. You know, I had a baby at the time and I was just basically trying to get out of high school so I could, you know, get on with my life, really. And so um, I wasn't necessarily paying attention to kind of all the politics of it or, you know, the messages they were trying to convey. But um, I guess that whole idea of the authoritative leadership is really kind of, he was saying how, you know, it kind of came from that book a little bit. I thought that was interesting. But, you know, if you're ordering, directing, or commanding, you know, it's an authoritative mindset, trying to manage people, you know, um, you tell people what to do. And, you know, how can I say this to you guys? If you were in that environment, um, you know, your parents knew everything, they did everything, they told you what to do. Did that stunt your ability to take responsibility for your life? Like if you tried to take responsibility, how did they respond? For me, when I took responsibility, it made them angry, right? It was inconvenient for them. So um, I I was like, okay, fine. I guess I'm not going to solve that problem that way, of course. And then after I got, you know, um, after my mom dropped me off and I finally took a stand, like, you know what, I'm not playing these games anymore. You know, I need to do what I need to do. I'm going to stay here and graduate. I'm not going to go run off with you anymore. And, you know, because after my mom dropped me off at the the place I stayed for a couple years, you know, she didn't come back for two years. She dropped me off on a weekend. She didn't come back for two years. Uh, and then all of a sudden, two years, you know, she wants to come and, and take me out of the situation. And I was like, um, no, you don't get to do that. You know, um, I need to uh, finish school. I need to finish high school. And uh, I'm not going to go run around with you anymore and, and do this crazy shenanigans. And so that I took a really huge risk that day. But, uh, you know, anyway, um, for some people, um, depending on your dynamics, it could it could promote irresponsibility, right? If someone's always thinking for you. And that can be really frustrating, especially if you're somebody who is trying to take full responsibility for your life. And then people around you are like, no, that's not how you do it. And that can even happen as an adult. I went through that. Even in the church, spiritually, we went through this. There was people who were ordering, directing, commanding, you know, authoritative, managing us in that way. Fear God, you know, don't live by his love, fear him. You know, uh, we know what we're talking about. We've been following Christ for a long time. And, you know, basically our revelation is the revelation. And so that really stunted me in a lot of ways, um, you know, because I, I, I didn't, I wasn't able to grow in the confidence. So if you're in an environment like that, just, you know, um, just pay attention. Number two, um, you know, warning, threatening, admonishing people, right? Uh, getting frustrated. <laughs> oh, you guys, I can relate to this. Um, I could be a more on the admonishing side. I don't really threaten people. Um, you know, I try not to be threatening. I'm sure I've been perceived that way with like body language and tone. I can get pretty passionate, but, uh, I can definitely relate to this getting frustrated. You know, I've shared this before. I, I really want what's best for people, you know, and um, but I have to realize that everyone grows at different rates at times, you know, and uh, I can want more for people sometimes than they want for themselves. The biggest problem I can have is a lot of times um, my biggest problem I always had is I would let things just go too far. You know, I would let somebody who is irresponsible or whatever, you know, I would let them be in my life for like 10 years. Like, okay, you've like, there's nothing, they, they were like a locust in my life. You know what I mean? And instead of setting limits on it, I would just let them continue to devour because I thought that was the loving thing to do, you know? And so, um, uh, I had to, I've had to learn to kind of reel myself way back in. Like, you know what, you got to set some limits. And at the same time, you know, especially in my new relationships that I have, um, I try to keep that in mind as far as, okay, establish your authenticity first. Make sure you're being authentic before the connection continues to grow, right? Prioritize your authenticity so you can figure out what type of connection this is going to be, right? And if both people want to be authentic and genuine, 
in the relationship, um, then I can then I can be patient with the person, right? But if I'm only being authentic and that person isn't, that's gonna cause some issues down the road. You guys been there, done that. Um, there's no trust in a relationship with two people who are unwilling to be themselves from the inside out. If you're not wanting to communicate who you really are on the inside, on the outside, and this is supposed to be like a friendship or whatever, there's not going to be a lot of trust there, right? You give a little of each other, right? I'm going to tell you a little bit about me. You tell me a little bit about you. And then we just kind of continue that dynamic. But I've been in relationships with people where I would give a little me and then I'd be like, okay, I'd give a little bit more. Maybe I'm not giving enough. And I would continue to give, 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 give. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, dude, this person, I don't really, I still don't know this person. And I've given like my whole self to this person and uh, just realizing that, you know, okay, maybe that was a, Maybe that was something I needed to pay attention to in the very beginning, you guys. So anyway, um, if you're, you know, just pay in your dynamics, right? If you're always warning, threatening, admonishing people, um, getting frustrated, uh, you know, just, just pay attention to that. Like I said, you could be doing that maybe because you don't have any boundaries set in place. You're not being authentic, right? So you always have to, always, you know, in my, in my, in my experience, especially probably the last year or so. Um, my authenticity has been more of a priority than the connection with people. Because like I said, I prioritized connection over authenticity and it was a disaster. So, you know, I think that's foundational, right? Let's have empathy. We talked about this on another podcast. Let's have empathy with each other. Let's practice our authenticity, being honest with each other. And let's assume that there's no, that there's no bad intentions, right? We're going to let that other person establish what they mean in the relationship and just kind of give us some space and trust and time for that. So anyway, number three, moralizing, preaching, shouldas, ought tos, all of that kind of stuff, right? Uh, with that type of mentality, you know, people, they have all the answers, right? You should have, you should have done this. I've raised you this way. Shame on you, right? Kind of that whole mindset, um, you know, and the other part, Thing he had brought up, which I thought was kind of interesting, that people who can really kind of uh, operate in this, you should do this and you should do that, and you know they can get they can get caught in the significance trap, right? I know you don't. They're very above you, right? You don't understand. I do, and so you can feel lesser than around somebody like that, right? You 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 could try to communicate your experiences with them, your revelations, your intentions, and they still say nope. That's not how it is. And that is the most frustrating experience, you guys. I don't know if you've experienced that. I'm sure you have. But uh, just being around somebody who's just super preachy, coulda, shoulda, do this, do that. They don't value the grace that God has put in you. They don't value your adulthood and your experiences and what you've been through. You guys, I went through that um, in my old fellowship. You know, And I, I was young when I went there. I think I was 19 or 20. You know, so I was still really young. I was, like I said, I became a mom at 16. So there were so many things, transitions that I hadn't really necessarily gone through. I'm going to say ones that I started to go through when I was super young, but I really wasn't aware of what was happening. And so uh, anyway, you guys, um, so just paying attention to that, right? I mean, if you're behaving that way, preachy, coulda, woulda, shoulda, pay attention to the people that you're around currently right now. How do they you know, how do y'all relate to each other? How do they behave? Um, how do they treat one another? Um, I think we got to pay attention to that, especially in the body of Christ. Okay. One more here, you guys, and then we'll leave five. I'll start off at five tomorrow. Cause I just realized I've only got like three minutes left on here. So 
Um, number four, advising, giving solutions, suggesting. Oh man, you guys, I'm so guilty of that. And I realized that like a year ago, you know, um, maybe I'm going to say maybe two years, probably two years. I really started to see, um, how I was behaving with other people, advising, giving solutions, because I really didn't realize how much my environment had shaped me growing up. I survived off advising, giving solutions, suggesting because the people that were raising me were not doing anything to solve the problems that we were having. Okay. And so I felt like I needed to take on that role as a very young child. And then I took that on into my relationships with people that caused all kinds of stress, um, in my life. And, uh, you know, just realizing, wow, Ashley, you don't have to be like that with people. And, uh, you know, my suggestions and the advice and the things I have are truly subjective. They're only from my experiences. We haven't all had the same experiences, so it may not apply to you. It may not match up, whatever. But uh, just realizing that, you know, if you're always advising or giving solutions or suggesting, that is really from your own point of view. And, you know, you don't, if we don't really try to understand other people's point of view, we're not really going to know really what they need anyway. So we got to be able to let people communicate what they need first. And then God willing, you know, if they want to ask you for you know, advice or whatever, let it be given. That's great. But we got to understand our audience, right? So anyway, you guys, I hope you guys got some value in this. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about when people use logic, arguing or over, into, over, um, in, what is that word? I can't even think of it. I know this word, <laughs> over intellectualizing. <laughs> oh, you guys. Anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful day today. Thanks, you guys. Thank you guys for being on the podcast. Um, Again, I hope you guys are getting some value. Um, I don't think there's anything much to say except for, uh, you know, it's don't shame yourself if you guys see some of these roadblocks, you guys. I've seen them in my own life, so it's all good. It's just just to, just to be aware of it. You know, I know that I want to have good connections with people, and so I want to keep those things in mind. So anyway, you guys, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. I will see you guys tomorrow. We'll con- we will continue this conversation. And uh, again, I'll see you guys tomorrow.